1: plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
2: welcome back love that Bruno Mars song
1: good
3: tune
2: Paul good and tune. Jordana you know I'm reading a fabulous new book lately
3: <laughs> well, what would that be War kids and guide peace? to
2: saving the planet oh that it really? is a new book by author Paul Douglas uh, offering hope and and Tips and strategy to let the rest of us know that climate change is not hopeless, to give the next generation hope and some guidance and some real hard skills that they can use to clean up the mess that we are leaving them. It is called, as I said, A Kid's Guide to Saving the Planet. It's Not Hopeless and We're Not Helpless by author Paul Douglas. And is it officially – out on store shelves on Amazon yet? It's out.
3: Yeah, I think uh, okay. it, is it's it? out.
2: I mean, I got an advance copy with an inscription yes, you did. You from and the DJ. author. Mm-hmm.
3: You and DJ the got advance copies. Kids and I
2: have been copies. reading it. Um, it's terrific. It is. It is for kids. It's an illustrated book. It's uh, maybe a hundred pages. About a hundred
3: nine pages, mm-hmm. and a wonderful Spanish illustrator, and artist, uh, took my my words, my narrative, and came up with. I'm biased, but I think she did an unbelievable job illustrating yes. this, and it 's for eight to twelve year olds and i you know i go out i 've been talking about this for twenty twenty five years there's there's a, so much gloom and doom out there and and some of it is definitely warranted but I think you know if if you don't give people hope and optimism, they curl up in the fetal position they say well there's nothing we can do, so what the heck but young people are already stepping up, and I was blown away when I did my research into this book. Young people who, in their own small way, are creating, inventing, reimagining how we do things to put less pressure on the only home we have, on God's creation. and We don't own anything. We're, we lease everything. We're passing through. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what your faith is. I mean, every faith group has a reverence for God's creation, Islam, sure. Judaism, Christianity. And even if you have zero faith in anything beyond what you can see, it's just common sense. You if you're given a gift or loaned a gift, you you don't you don't trash the gift. And we have challenges. And so it's not just about climate change, it's also about pollution, mm-hmm. air pollution, water pollution, plastic pollution. But again, for me, I perked up, I became optimistic when I read the stories of these young people, and so I sprinkled their stories throughout the book.
2: Did you, because you do highlight uh, kids that are doing activism to help save the planet, did you interview them personally, or did you just share their stories?
3: I shared their stories. It's beautiful. Yeah. So about half the book is presenting the problem, Mm -hmm. and The second half is really focusing on solutions. So, okay, we have a problem. And my generation, you know, the boomers, Mm. it was a lot more convenient to look the other way or Mm -hmm. to ignore it or "Eh, it's a hoax or it's political or – no, it's data.
2: So talk to us about some of those solutions that are in the second half of the book. Like just give us an example of something that's in the book. And I want everybody – to get the book or give it as a gift because I know my children stay up at night thinking about things like climate change and saving the turtles and why there's so much plastic in the ocean. They really do. So again, it's called a kid's guide to saving the planet, but give us a suggestion. of. And I want
3: else. to support local bookstores. I mean, go to your favorite local bookstore first. If yep. they don't have it on the shelf, maybe they can order it. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to support local companies. Um, but yeah, some of the climate solutions, simple things, planting trees, which take you know carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and put oxygen back into the atmosphere. again, it's trivial and and yet it's it's effective. Um, planting a vegetable garden, adjusting your thermostat, upgrading your light bulbs to energy efficient uh, CFLs or LEDs. Consider an electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. You may be pleasantly Mm -hmm. surprised. Mm -hmm. The auto show is coming up here in May, and there's going to be a ton of choices, including pickups, Mm -hmm. electric pickups. So if you can save money and do something good for the planet, why wouldn't you consider that? Uh, Oh, boy. You
2: know, it's funny about electric vehicles. My son... When we needed a new vehicle a couple of years ago, the kids were urging us, like, you should get an electric vehicle. You should, you know, be good for the planet. So we bought a used Tesla. It was not a new one. Uh, so it was more affordable. But when I said to him if, uh, last week or so, I said, I need to switch cars with you because I needed to go down to Mayo. And the Tesla will get us to Mayo, but I would need to charge it and then get it back. Um, Wait, don't they have goes, chargers? They in do. Mail? They do. But we didn't know how long we were going to be. And, okay. you know, I said, let me just switch cars with you so I can get there and back. He goes, Mom. I am not pulling up to school in the Tesla. He goes, that is way too flashy. I am not comfortable with that. I was like, okay, no problem. Um, so it's funny how they want electric vehicles, but I think we need to find more affordable electric vehicles so the kids feel more comfortable buying them, A- and also so they're not unaffordable for people that are are rich. You know, they should be for everybody. And they are. are they making? You said they're making pickups and stuff, but are they more the, affordable?
3: The, the prices are coming down. Okay. I mean, you can pick up a Nissan Leaf, I think. I, I think they're in the 30s. Oh, okay.
2: That's
3: legitimate. I think the Tesla Model 3s start now. They just had a price increase. I mean, mm-hmm. everything's going up sure. now with inflation. Mm-hmm. But I think they start in the low 40s. Yeah. But you can easily, a gas-powered vehicle, gas-powered pickup, you can easily pay seventy, eighty thousand. dollars
2: 80000 Oh, of, cu- uh, of course. So when
3: people course. say, oh, it's just a toy for no, rich no, no. people, no. No. And the prices are coming down. The options are increasing and, and so I think we're close to an inflection point. But, you know, th- there's a lot of tips in here. And I know you love clothing. I do. And so I highlighted... I try to
2: buy consignment. Y-
3: yes, yeah. you do. Maya Penn founded a company called Maya's Ideas. She was eight years old when she started this company. She loved fashion, art, and hmm. design. She worried about its negative impact on the environment. She started a sustainable handmade clothing line using organic, recycled, and vintage materials. And today she's on television. She's got her own brand. She's an influencer. She's on the cutting edge of eco-fashion. Here's the thing. I mean, we can have everything we want and need, but we can just be smart about it and less carbon in the atmosphere. And I think this doesn't have to be a a political football. So I, I wanted to just... Include some of the solutions, and um, we'll see how it goes. But again, I, I'm really thrilled with how the illustrations turned out. It looks out. beautiful. The publisher mm-hmm. is local here in Minneapolis. It's beaming books. Mm-hmm. So, it's um, too as, close to home. As somebody said, Paul, you don't write a book to make money. You write a book because you have something to say. Right. So I, as I get older, I, I'm starting to think about legacy, and I'm start, starting to think about kids. And I'm I'm sorry for our kids right now. Mm-hmm. Growing up in this world and many of them have anxiety, they're depressed. Here's the thing there's stuff they can do.
4: Uh I love your book, Paul, but uh, and Winter loves it too. Thank you for the copy. But a Nissan Leaf actually starts at twenty seven four. That's a twenty twenty two. Really? Nissan Leaf. The deal. low 27/4? end twenty seven four twenty seven four.
2: Okay, yeah. we can do that. We can do that. Okay. Good. All thank it. you
3: for double-checking me. <laughs> A
2: Kid's Guide to Saving the Planet by Paul Douglas. Really, check it out. Thank you for writing it and for sharing it Thanks, with us guys. today. Thanks,
3: guys. I appreciate it.
2: We'll be right back. It's great music on the show today because David is in the Jordanic queue, and he's queuing up all the 80s rock. I,
3: I like most of your tunes. Justin Bieber, oh, yeah. I Can Live Without. All the but 80s this, rock. This is David. good music. That
2: is, that is really good stuff. So, uh, very excited about our next guest, as we always are. Stephen Belton, the president and CEO of the Urban League Twin Cities, is joining us. Stephen, so happy to have you back on the show.
5: Thanks, Jordana. Good to be with you, as always.
2: Appreciate it. Now, I know, well, I hope you have been watching, as, as we have been watching, uh, the confirmation hearings of Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, it's been a fascinating look, really. And I love hearing about her background and hearing about, uh, the, decisions that she's made in the past. Uh, what are some takeaways for you as you're watching this going on?
5: What? There's a Supreme Court nomination going on? Nobody yeah. told me. That. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't get the memo. I didn't get a it's
2: a church. big one. It's
5: a big one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's huge. You know, this is almost one of those kind of family affairs. I've got uh, family members, relatives who are having watch parties for a supreme court nominees uh, confirmation hearings that's unheard of it's unheard of not just because it's, it's a watch party for you know a, a c-span kind of moment but the fact that it's been 233 years in the making that that's how long we've had a supreme court mm-hmm. and how long we've had an absence of an african-american woman uh, as a nominee so this is just i mean it's a really positive it's a uh, important time. People are excited in the the communities and the families that I'm part of, but at the same time, a real sense of vigilance because we know how these uh, Senate uh, hearings have become theater, Uh, not just for Judge uh, uh, Brown Jackson, uh, but even in the previous, you know, several nominees they become political theater where you know you have you know about two two percent of substance and 98 percent of uh, political posturing and people are very concerned and being vigilant about the ways that she's being portrayed uh and questioned and even attacked
3: yeah it's political kabuki theater you're you're right about that absolutely hey shifting gears talk a little bit about inflation, how it's impacting um, communities. We talk about the price of gas skyrocketing. It seems the price of everything is up inflation higher than it's been, correct me if I'm wrong, in 40 years. Uh, What are you hearing from your constituents, uh, the impact uh, for the communities that you serve, Stephen?
5: Well, a couple of things. One, we're hearing about the rise in prices, but also the scarcity of products, I mean, people are, you know, the inflation seems the target, or at least the most immediate ways it's impacting community members are just sort of on basic livability things. We're not talking about luxury items, but things like gasoline, like food, um, like diapers. Um, even the cost of medicine, but it's also forcing people to think about supply chains and all the ways that uh, you know the products that we use on a day to day basis are connected not only to gasoline in the sense that they're delivered by by trucks usually and by airplanes that use uh, fossil fuel but also Things like diapers, which uh, have a composition of uh, petroleum products as well, and plastics. And so people are being hurt by the basic livability issues. Uh, it's making um, the dollar stretch even further. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, part of the experience of the black community in particular is that we know how to make a way out of no way. I was raised by a family that had economic challenges, and my mother could ring $2.50 out of a quarter every night she managed to do it. And so people are having that sense of resilience are having to get back in touch with that. And, uh, but it's a challenge, Paul. It's a challenge for that. It's a challenge just to kind of make, a, you know, the everyday dollar stretch in order to meet basic needs.
2: I'm also thinking about the small businesses that are trying to rebound from the pandemic. You know, and and how, even if they have a space downtown, maybe they don't have a physical space, maybe they're um, having supply chain issues. Are you working, or do you work with any small businesses or local businesses that are having particular challenges?
5: No, we're hearing about it in the sense of uh, we get a number of people who come through both our workforce and our housing programs who are entrepreneurial in mind, and we're able to help them sometimes. Uh, by setting up an IDA which is an individual individual development account where we're we're able to we have a local partner bank, Bremer Bank, that matches uh every dollar that they put into it up to I think it's about fifteen hundred dollars uh, that they match going into uh these programs and they can set aside their money specifically for to start a small business or to go back to school uh or for um you know, sort of for a car that they need to be able to get to work. Uh, but a lot of people are coming to us who are entrepreneurs uh, who have entrepreneurial interests uh, who are discouraged now by, you know, by the price of things, the way the inflation is being able to uh, eat up their uh, capacity, eat up their savings and their investments right now. And it's a challenge. We also work with a terrific other nonprofits like NEON, the Northside Economic Opportunity Network and NEDA, uh, which do uh, do a lot of direct work with uh, with business people with entrepreneurs. Hey Stephen, I'm just curious, how
3: are you handling COVID? It's it seemed like you know blink of an eye now, suddenly the pandemic is over or we're not talking about it. It and certainly it has faded rapidly. Uh, the latest variant, Omicron, there's still concern. What's happening in China and Europe and elsewhere? I think we're going to be living with this obviously for a long time to come, but. How are you handling it uh in terms of masking are you eating indoors at restaurants has your behavior changed in the last few weeks just curious
5: Yeah it's personally it's been you know I'm a reluctant uh, so I'm an introvert to begin with, and so I'm perfectly fine in my bubble in my shell. Uh, but, you know, the, the world seems to be opening up. The Urban League is uh, planning to ret- open up our offices again uh, beginning on the 1st of May um we've already begun slowly doing some events and activities there we will be opened up more formally in the first of may i personally have started taking lunch meetings and breakfast meetings and you know a few direct meetings i'm still reluctant to do that i'm still masking but i'm going and walking into a lot of rooms with my mask on or well, I'm the only one who's wearing a mask. Uh-huh. And that, that's right, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. but uh, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I can live with that. And I mean that—that's a pun intended. I can live with mm-hmm. wearing a mask, even if others are not doing it.
2: Stephen, before we let you go, any thoughts on the ongoing teacher strike? You know, the Minneapolis Public Schools said this yeah. is our last best offer. The union's like, um, no thanks. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And how are you seeing um, people uh, in the community react to this ongoing and
3: dealing strike? with this? Yeah
5: yeah feeling like we're between a rock and a hard place uh on the one hand this is terrible optics for the uh teachers to be striking now one when we're coming off of two years of pandemic where you've got the worst educational disparities worst graduation rates between blacks and whites in the country and here they are striking which feels like you're adding insult to injury in the midst of that at the same time Part of the, one of the issues that they're fighting for is for these uh, sort of classroom assistants, these educational assistants, a number of whom are people of color, and uh, we certainly support that. The African-American community in general tends to be pro-labor, and so we certainly support fair, livable wages, but the timing of this thing could not be worse, and we're just feeling kind of two-through. We want the adults uh, to figure it out, to go into a room, shut the door, and don't come out until... Uh, they've got a deal worked out because it is hurting our kids, and our kids should not be anybody's bargaining chip. That's right.
3: Well said.
5: That's right.
3: You, uh, yeah. you nailed that, as you usually nail just about everything you talk about. Stephen Belton, Urban League, Twin Cities, uh, thank you for your perspective. Uh, be safe out there, and we'll try it again next week. Thanks,
5: Stephen. Thanks so much. Be well.
3: Thank you.
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: To Be a bargaining chip, but they are. And the he's te- right. But, it, but the, is, the teachers need to get I, what they need. I, this I is the time that. that they have leverage. And this is they we don't want the kids to get hurt, but maybe just a short term pain can have long-term positive effects if they get the mental help that they need in schools, if they get smaller class sizes. We we have to put the children at the top of the list and then negotiate from there. And...
3: Hey, I'm pro-teacher. They need to make more money. I know. And so do the assistants. But the optics, the timing, I mean, Stephen was right. I know. The, the, The timings...
2: It's sucks. never a good time for a strike. It's never a good time for the kids to be out of school. It just yeah. never is. It never is. Um, it's always a good time for a Quiz. game. Quiz. A game. A game. A game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard day, okay? <laughs> you're you're <laughs> so,
3: having an amazing day. DJ's
2: I, calling it today's terrible trivia. I don't know what we're being quizzed on, but we're going to fail.
3: We're, we're being quizzed on a few nuggets from my book. Yes, from A kid's guide, kid's guide to Saving the Planet. So you may actually already know yeah, the answers, but uh, hopefully listeners will play along. Today's terrible trivia, up next. Okay, going to test your uh, knowledge about... Your air, book. Air pollution, water pollution, plastic pollution.
2: All of the answers to the quiz climate are in Paul's book, "Saving A Kid's Guide to Saving the Planet. Right, And it's just a great book. We we're talking about it today because it's... Today's the first day it's out, so I'm so proud of you.
3: Well, there's nothing to be proud of. I'm, I'm just happy I had a chance to write this. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote a book about climate change geared to conservatives and evangelicals, and I thought, all right, what's next? Let's, let's focus on kids mm-hmm. and giving them the ammunition they need to try to do great things it. and address this head-on and not dread it, not fear it. You know, I, I still believe our kids are going to figure this out. And uh,
2: are we going to do the quiz, or are you going to keep talking? I'm going to
3: keep
4: okay. talking. There we go. Is it a, stu-
2: like a sturdy book? <laughs> it's a hard cover. Ca-
4: caper, caper, kind of tears oh, pages out of books right now. Okay. So she's at that. Pace. Yeah. Should Might I give it? Another I wait for another? For
3: My publisher was the same way. She No, this won't work. <laughs> no. Just no. recycle the paper. Just
2: recycle, <laughs> yeah. and then it's okay. Yeah.
3: I'll right. need a new book every week then. <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> no cheating. No kay.
2: Googling. So are we playing against each other? Do I say my oh, name? Yeah. And then, oh,
3: okay. you're playing against each other. I
4: okay. should have. Winter wanted me to read it this morning, and I said, no, I should have. should have studied,
2: yeah. David. All right.
4: Here we go. Okay.
3: We love our lakes. Mm-hmm. What percentage of lakes in the United States are too polluted for fishing, aquatic life, or swimming? Is it 15% of our lakes, 28% of our lakes, 46% of our lakes?
2: Jordana.
3: Jor? It's 46%. Damn. You go, Isn't
2: girl. that sad? this is tragic.
3: This is not Minnesota. This is no. a nationwide statistic. Tragic. Nearly half of America's lakes Eesh. are too polluted for fishing and swimming.
2: Honestly, that's devastating.
3: According to NASA, current levels of CO2, carbon dioxide, the greenhouse warming gas, are higher than any time in the last thousand years? 500,000 years or 5 million years?
4: Uh, uh, DJ, that's going to be the middle one at uh, 500,000.
2: Hold on. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's 1,000. Oh, we're uh, both wrong?
3: Both of you are oh, wrong. Oh, no. Nah. 5 million <laughs> years, according to NASA. <gasps> we're awful. According to those libs at NASA. How do they know that? Well, they have ice core samples they they go back a few million years and then there's um, come on yeah there's all right fossilized sediments they they can actually go back and scientifically okay. measure the quantity of CO2 year by year wow. going back a long time by the way CO2 levels have gone up nearly 50% Jeez. in the last 200 years it's wow. not volcanoes no it's us it's us, it's us. It's us. Yeah. yeah
2: it's, but it's the are, aquanet hairspray from the 80s and solutions. our emissions and the farting cows and it's us
3: it's us. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, for mostly that. the farting cows. Thank mostly? you for that visual. <laughs> I feel mostly. better about the Aquanet. Yeah. Aquanet <laughs> <the 80s. laughs> and the farting cows. <laughs> and the bangs were huge, though. A lot of hairspray. Oh right.
4: <laughs> All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Air pollution—something we don't really have to worry about too much in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I don't take that for granted, having grown up on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I, you know, New Jersey mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. some rough days. Yeah. So, air pollution in the U.S. results in the premature death of a five thousand people. This is U.S., mm-hmm. I'm talking. 5,000 people, 200,000 people, or 3 million people? Uh, Jordana. Jord?
2: 200,000
3: people. You are correct. Wow. It's a lot wow. of people.
2: It's a lot of people. World really. Wo- air pollution, of all yeah, things. Air
3: pollution. And these are people who may have COPD, they may have asthma, and, and the air pollution pushes them over the edge. Mm-hmm. And that's technically what, wow. what kills that them. that count right? secondhand smoke? Or is that different? Mm,
2: good question.
3: Because that's... Air pollution?
4: Sure it
2: is.
3: I don't think this counts cigarettes. This so is just the yeah. stuff in the air you, you naturally. You don't know is the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> now you just sound bitter. No, this, He's mad. This does <laughs> not factor in secondhand oh, smoke. Okay,
4: good. okay. I no. asking. So good.
3: God, God, God. <laughs> seven million sorry, people. Sorry, book is it? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. Worldwide, almost seven million premature deaths are linked to dirty air. Nine out of ten people living on planet Earth Consistently breathe air with high levels of pollution. Yeah. Do not take clean air for granted. Most of the planet does not. It's a
2: very depressing question. Yeah, it is.
3: Well, what percentage of plastic waste was actually recycled the last year we have data, which is 2017? Was it uh, 8.4%, 23%? 41.5%. Oh,
4: DJ, that's 8.4%. You
3: are correct. I agree.
4: Yeah, I which is terrible. But also, Awful. what do we, we just haven't counted for the last five years? We just decided to not keep track?
3: Oh, well, we yeah. Were, we were shipping a lot of stuff to China. Yeah, that's And right. now recently, they they refused to take So that plan. stat
4: probably went down. I don't know. In the last five years. Right. Because they're throwing it in the ocean. 17, yeah.
2: Yeah, I never understand that because we do take recycling seriously in my house. and But yet we've heard that, oh, don't bother. It all ends up in a landfill.
4: Anyway, yeah. is
3: that true, Paul? I think a yeah. lot of it does wind oh, up in landfills. It's, it's not economical to process it. Why can't somebody instant trillion-dollar market valuation? Yeah. Why are we still using plastic? Figure it out. Smart people out there. Okay. What percentage of water on the planet – is easily accessible for drinking, washing, and farming. Is it one percent, five percent, or fifteen percent?
4: It's one percent. I'm oh, gonna wow. say.
2: Oh, is he right? I would have said five percent.
4: He is right. Is Way it really go. only one percent? DJ kicking butt. Yeah. One percent. Because a, it, so heck? much of it is well, the vast majority is salt water in the oceans. Okay. And then there's tons of groundwater and tons. of of water that's trapped in ice at the poles like, oh, sure. and glaciers yeah. yeah antarctica has like seven miles of ice just stacked don't up don't worry it's yeah. melting
2: really fast well, yeah but it's going to a
4: thousand years good job polar bears are from the northern hemisphere not oh, antarctica good try though
3: <laughs> the penguins the, peng- right. yes, so that's the penguins, penguins. Yeah. two more i think you guys you guys are kind of neck and neck i think you've each got like two right okay all right. How much CO two does the average American family produce every year? Ooh, Again, gosh. the stuff out of the tailpipes of your vehicle? Whose you tailpipe? Tailpipes. All right. Is it seven and a half pounds, <laughs> seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds of CO two, or seven and a half tons? Jordana. Every year? Sure?
2: It's the middle one.
3: And you would be wrong. Oh. DJ, you want to guess? Um seven pounds. Seven and a half tons.
2: Oh, so no, you're wrong. Of CO2.
4: Oh, my God. How wrong. do you measure? Like, Stop there's it. CO2 that comes out of the tailpipe as small. How do you, like, gather that and measure it? I don't understand how that becomes pounds and tons. One word. Of- Science. <gasps> Science. Yeah. yeah. Again. If you they, don't. You don't they, know. Is the answer?
3: There are researchers. That's all they do. Yes, they can. You can measure. So they just what's run a car. I they, got a
4: lab here. I'm going to run a car. I'm going to capture all this smoke and then figure out how many tons. Blame it on it DJ. It's yeah. not a
3: mystery. They they can they can take all the stuff that's coming out of your tailpipe and analyze oh, what's okay. in there. Look, listen to this. Even a two mile trip, just going just going down to mm-hmm. to Rainbow, mm-hmm. two miles, that puts two pounds of CO2 into the atmosphere. Bend over. Laughing?
2: Let me see your tailpipe. Do you, Let me measure. Do, that.
3: Do, you go, do you go to Kmart on your way to Rainbow?
4: Are there still rainbows? No, not for like a decade. But
3: well, there are no rainbows, really? Speedway? No, right? I think Firely's bought it. Grandpa, what is Firely gas? Miles? I don't know. <laughs> I still go to Rainbow and I love it, all right? Damn both of you.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good. This was a good quiz. You I learned a lot. Is there One more or you where you the sun <laughs> don't
3: shine. All right, here's the last one, mercifully. We're just scratching the surface when it comes to solar power. (laughs) Enough sunlight hits the Earth every hour to power the entire world's Mm -hmm. economies for a week, three months, or an entire year? Entire year, DJ. Is correct.
2: Is is that really true? Yes, Yes. so much. Come on. Yes,
3: yeah. 1 hour. What
2: is wrong with us? We just have to harvest that it. We're we not to... using that.
3: Well, we are, increasingly, but we God, have a long we way suck to go
2: as a species. No, we're
3: getting there. It just takes us a while. It takes us longer than it should. What's the, what's the name of the book again where we can learn all this stuff, Paul? A, a, <laughs> a kid's guide to saving the planet. It's not hopeless and we're not helpless.
2: Yes, so, buy it. I have you. it. Clearly, I need to read
3: more. You guys, well, you were ogling the illustrations. The illustrations which, which, are really yeah, nice, which I did not do, but they turned out great.
2: Mike and, Max up next on CCO
3: Maxi Sports, brought to you by the John Schuster Group, Caldwell Banker Real Estate. The Wolves lost to Dallas last night. The Wild won three to nothing over the Knights, and um, Phil Mickelson. Apparently will not be going to the Masters for the first time since 1994. I'm
2: devastated about this.
3: He's the guy really. that broke my toilet, you remember that? Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. So whatever I see Phil Mickelson. Maxie Nicholson, know that story? Yes, Ma- Maxie, yeah, he's heard it one too many times, I'm sure. But because he he wanted to do something with the Saudis, a Saudi golf league, and they have not forgiven him for that. So apparently he, so he is not going. Apparently he's not going to the Masters. Maxie, do you know anything different? Stay. Have you talked to Phil? I
6: haven't talked to Phil. I've been down here at uh, spring training. I've talked to a lot of Twins people. I'm looking over the field right now. I'm in the broadcast booth at Hammond Stadium. I'll do my show from here tonight. Nice. I just got done talking to Rocco Baldelli about Carlos Correa. I had a long talk with uh, Rod Carew today, and uh, Rod's down there teaching. And of course, he's a heart transplant recipient. uh, From uh, it's been years now, and he talked about living one day at a time. And I transition right into Jordana because uh, everything I'm talking about pales in comparison to uh, your latest challenge and we are so with you and uh to hear Rod talk about it you know one day at a time is all you can do and 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 keep your faith in your perspective and uh uh, you know, that's what's got him here, and he's, you know, he's back in spring training and still teaching. And, uh, and he was, you know, he, he was to be the match spokesman for years yeah. for the bone marrow transplants and uh, has advocated for a long time in that area. So it's ironic that I was just talking to him, and he said his best to you, Jordana. Oh, and uh, we, are, we are just so with you. In this whole journey, and I can't do it justice, I can't talk about it and say I know what you're feeling like and all that stuff, and you feel a little bit guilty when you sit down here and you're, you know, taxed by the day and all that stuff, but uh, we are just so 100% behind every day, not just the the days that we talk and the days that we, you know, uh, have a chance to interact, so uh, God bless you girl and you go girl, you know?
2: Thank you, Mikey, and and many of you don't know, Mike would Send me texts, and it always seemed to come like in the perfect right moment. And some of these texts were early in the morning or late at night whenever, because Mikey's always working. So when yeah. I was in the hospital, they would I would just get a random text from Mike Max, I thinking of you, and I was like, you know what, This it's always what I needed at the moment. So, Mikey, you're going to have to send those texts again. I
6: will keep texting. Thank I will you, keep praying. Friend. I will keep doing everything I can. But you're we just, best. I mean, it's just... Um, Blows me away every time, and uh, it humbles all of us because we realize how uh, small you know problems can be in life that we make big. And
2: uh, but but it makes uh, us know love, you're
6: fighting, and we're with you.
2: Thank you, but it makes us love watching baseball and 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 enjoying yeah. those times. And you know what? I cannot wait next season. Hopefully uh, not this season for me, but next season I'll be out there with my kids and handsome husband, sure. and and we'll be in the stadium and and uh, watching baseball. And I hope that that will happen for all of us. And i was will-
6: complaining at the umpires, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. All that important stuff in life. Yeah. That's, that's
3: right. We got yeah, our prayers. I was, talking
6: to, yeah. I was talking to, you know, Rocco Baldelli about a little bit about we were talking about life uh, today. And, you know, he we we're talking about since he became the manager of the Minnesota Twins. Well, lots happened since then. They've won two division titles. He's been manager of the year. They had the COVID years. He's been in last place. And oh, yeah, he got married and has a child. And I mean, and that's quite a four years. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and and I said, what, what did you learn from that? And he said, that I'm no longer allowed to be selfish as much as I'd like to be selfish. Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, I, well, I said, welcome to the real big leagues, Rocco. We've we've all been there, and when that first baby comes, you realize it ain't about you anymore.
3: You're done. Yeah. that's right. You're done. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, hey Maxie, the Korea uh, the Korea trade generally well accepted. I mean, the buzz that you're oh. hearing down there is there. Are there any naysayers for this trade? No. No, because it, you know they didn't even give up anybody.
6: There was, it wasn't even a trade; it was just a free agent signing. So it's not like you can second guess and say, "Well, we gave up too much for him." Right. Uh, that, that, you know, you just paid for him. He's a free agent, and and obviously it's a unique contract that he can opt out of it. Uh, but uh, he is um, he'll he'll meet the media tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to sit down with him tomorrow again. Uh, he um, he is a he is a baseball player's baseball player. If that's if that's the right phrase, he he is a leader. Uh, it's natural to him. Uh, you know. Obviously, when he was in Houston, they had the uh, drama of uh, stealing signs and pitches or tipping off hitters. Uh, when they won the World Series, he endured that. And uh, Rocco says, um, you know, hey, that that's years ago. We don't have any question what this guy's going to bring. So, But first and foremost, Jordan, I send in all my in prayers to every piece of positive energy I got for you. I
2: love you, buddy. I know. I feel it
6: all.
3: Love you, too. Hang in there. Thank you, Maxie. It's the best. He is the best, and so are you. Uh, more on Jor's announcement when we come back.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.